2: Welcome to History in Technica. My name is David Crowther, and my name is Wolf O'Neill, and we'd like to welcome you to our program.
0: We have a very uh, interesting episode today. Do we? Something a little bit different for us. What are you doing? Uh, it's not me, David. Isn't it? It's you. Oh, oh yes, you're
2: absolutely right. We have done this week. We have Bajira Mastani. Ask me why I'm doing it. Why have you selected this film? Because I was told to. By who? <laughs> Millie told me to do it. Millie suggested that we do it. She said, why don't you do something different? And she suggested it. And I do what Millie tells me to do, Brian Large. Because um, normally she has good suggestions. Um, and I like the idea of something, doing something a bit different, where I had no background in the history whatsoever, and a different style. And I like the idea of song and dance routines. Honestly, I didn't used to. But then Izzy and I went to see, not me and my gal, the other one, guys and Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. And that was fantastic. There's no connection between Bajirao Mastani and Guys and Dolls. It's just that the fact that it was
0: so happy got me into the idea of song and dance routines. So I think we should clarify, because people might not know why you're talking about song and dance. Yes. Bajirao Mastani is a Bollywood film. Correct. Good point. Good point. So. Well done for making that one. Bollywood, which was previously known as Bombay Cinema. Oh, That's all right? I think it's based in Mumbai. It wasn't Mumbai, Bombay? Yes, indeed. That's why. It's uh, Indian Hindi language film industry. So the film has to be in Hindi in order for it to be a Bollywood film. Right. Uh, Bollywood is the largest production company in India, while India is the largest film industry in production globally. So it's a bit like cricket. I guess? You don't think it is at all? Uh, Well, it's just that...
2: Uh, Indian cricket is the is the biggest bit of cricket.
0: Oh, okay. It's a rubbish Is, is analogy, cricket then the it? biggest sport in the world? Second. Oh, okay. Close. Just after football. So actually, it's surprisingly like cricket. I and for anyone who... <laughs> God, we've established that. For anyone who hasn't seen a Bollywood film, and this is generalising... They're typically very long. Mm-hmm. This is so that audiences can better connect with the characters. They'll have like an interval in the middle. And the idea is you get lost in the story and then you'll, you'll follow them all the way through. And actually there was an
2: interval in this movie, I think, yeah. on
0: the which is great. They are very colourful, full of singing and dancing, and there's very little subtlety in them. It's very obvious, overt, and as we've said before, turned up to 11. Right, indeed. They also tend to use uh, tried and tested storylines an example being two lovers fight against all odds to end up together united in love because they almost always have happy endings in these films you've just you've just told them the film except for the happy ending bit, of course
2: although so that's a common trope
0: is it although i actually of... think that they're united at the end of this film for ah, the first time I and see. i think the point is the lovers have to be united right which is what provides a lot of the happy ending right. and this is a generalization um and they will have these obstacles throughout, but their love will overcome everything. Right. And they're generally kind of positive, really enjoyable experiences. The bad guy will get his comeuppance if that's going to happen, that kind of stuff.
2: Interesting. Cause the bad guy doesn't get his comeuppance in this, is he? Uh, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. You should have done this movie. You'd be been far better at it. So the film, I thought I should mention also, the film is available on Amazon Prime. Because access to the movies actually is something which has come up a bit. And this is a bit left field. But you need to sign up for a free trial of Eros, who is the distributor of the movie. OK. So you yeah. need to sign up for their channel. But you can get that on seven days free. So if you go on to Prime, you should be able to watch this film for free as long as you then cancel your trial, which is what I did. Released in 2015, as you said, Hindi language movie. Very expensive movie. And then turned out to be the highest grossing Indian film of all time. Took over £41 million.
0: Yeah, I don't know about your numbers, but it was one of the most expensive Hindi films ever made and it is one of the highest-grossing Indian films of all time.
2: The director is Sanjay Bansali, who is a successful filmmaker in Indian cinema, has won numerous awards. This film was based on a novel from 1972, which is also worth bearing in mind as it starts off from a a novel view.
0: Um, And this went through what they call development hell. What is development hell? It's when the film can never really get into production. Right. Uh, it keeps going through. They secure actors. They secure, uh, secure uh, producers maybe, or d- a director. And then somebody drops out of the project. Then right. the script needs a rewrite. And then the production company drops out, so somebody else right. has to buy it. Or something collapses, and they have to like repay for rights. And right. they you have to get a new star in, and then that person isn't like that okay, person. Enough yeah. hell. Yeah. Okay. Got. I get the idea.
2: Great. So, and the actors are, and the
0: act are oh, great. So uh,
2: Run Ranveer skin is the main character, uh, Bajira Balal, a recipient of several awards, um, one of the highest paid actors in in India. Deepika Padukone is Mastani, one of the two big focuses of the film, highest paid actress in India, features in listings of the nation's most popular personality, Time magazine named as one of the 100 most influential people in the world in 2018. So she's a big uh, Patakoni is a big actress. And then Priyanka Chopra is Kashibai, who is yep. Bajero's well, wife. Priyanka Chopra is
0: incredibly famous. Right. Priyanka Chopra is incredibly famous. Uh, she's incredibly famous. Had yeah, you not heard famous. about her before? No, not really. So, yeah. She, I think it's because she is married to one of the Jonas Brothers now. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. She's
2: married to a Jonas Brother. Of course she's famous then.
0: Oh yeah, she's doing loads of really good stuff. She's <laughs> doing loads of
2: really good work. That's a slightly despairing comment. The fact that she's married to a... Okay, forget it. It's a generational thing. And then Tanvi Asmi is another important figure. She is Radha who is the mother of Bajero and is the evil... kind of the evil person with reason. Like the evil statement. stepmother. Yeah, she's the evil stepmother, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. So it's the time is 1720 to 1740-ish... The context is of the Mughal Empire. Uh, the Mughal Empire, of course, being the Islamic invaders from the north, who created a massive empire in India. So, um, the Mughal
0: Empire has control
2: over a lot of northern India, correct? Well, actually, the Mughal Empire goes over most of India okay. by the time it's fully established. It okay. takes a while, but it comes from the north, or from outside of north, from, I think, the Mongol area. They come down, they gradually conquer India, and there's a period where the Mughal Empire is essentially a colonising empire in a way, controlling the uh, Hindi people. So, this is a story, a nationalistic story, in a sense, of the re re-emer- emergence of the Maharati Empire from a small start uh, and reconquering India basically into what became known as the uh, Marathi Confederation. So, that's the context anyway. We'll talk about the history in a bit, bit more detail later. It is essentially a love story, and your description hit it perfectly. It's about two lovers separated by circumstances it's Romeo and, and Juliet. life. It is. Everything is Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? Though? Yeah. God, I wish Romeo and Juliet hadn't been, never been. I mean, I always think, just look, just sit down, have a nice cup of tea and a bun, and just pull yourself together.
0: Well, the only thing about this is that they don't uh, commit suicide.
2: They don't commit suicide. That, that foolishness
0: at the end doesn't uh, happen. No, but they would
2: have done if they had the chance. But it's, So it's a love story, as you say, but it's also got a, another message which I think is about religious toleration. So, like, the last time we were talking about the fall of the Roman Empire, the, need, the strength of diversity and the importance of diversity is also in this movie. Yeah. So the, we see this establishment of a hero... Uh, to begin with, so Bajero becomes the Peshwa or Prime Minister by cleverly spitting a peacock feather with an arrow, which is a nice little scene, does it underneath the pile of mud, which is great, works really well. Uh, so he becomes his great warrior and war leader. We follow his conquests against the backdrop of a loving relationship with his wife, Kashibi.
0: And he never lost a battle that he ever fought in.
2: Right, so there you go.
0: In the film and in history. And in
2: history. So we, he's a very well-established figure in in Indian history. Yes. So this is this is like the re- retelling of a of any hero you care to mention. Um, they are fabulously wealthy. They are much loved. He builds a magnificent palace, which is very magnificent. Anyway, we'll come to that. And he has, which has a very clever way in which his wife Kashibi, can see him when he's in his official reception room, the Hall of Mirrors, which is important to the plot. So. Meanwhile, a neighbouring state, Bundelkhand, asks for military help, and after a bit of dithering, he does so, and that introduces Tomastani, who's a pretty nifty looker as well, but she's a warrior, so she's not a, a standard character. She's a warrior. They get together, and he, he, she persuades him to come and help
0: because they're under attack. Because they?
2: they're under attack, and she persuades him by her heroism and her strength of character to come and help. There's an occasion when she then she's determined to marry him she comes and she's got an Islamic heritage actually the message about exactly whether she was muslim or not is rather mixed up actually some people say that she's a muslim heritage some say she's straightforwardly muslim but anyway anyway she's got this heritage now Mustani is determined to marry Bajiro. and she comes and she does his song and dancey and in the official Hall of mirrors, and Mastani at that point, I think, gives her a dagger. And in her heritage, that means a promise of marriage. And that's the reason, actually, she's come back to do the Song and Dastry routine and convince him. Bajera is not entirely convinced still by this stage, but he says, look, you're going to be
0: disrespected if I marry you, you know, and all the rest of it. And Because the, the understanding is that she would be the second wife, yep. so she wouldn't be as important... She's a Muslim, so she'll never be respected or welcomed by the Hindu community. And she'll essentially be ostracised and treated as a second-class citizen by everyone. Indeed. But they both say yes because... True love. True love.
2: So, meanwhile, his wife, Kashibi, is going through a pretty awful time. She is feeling humiliated and let down because she sees a scene in this special place that he's built for her. She sees a scene then she's not supposed to see where Bajira and Mastani are talking they there together and it's quite clear that they're very much in love. So she feels humiliated and she can't accept it. Um, meanwhile, Bajira's mother is absolutely livid at the very idea and she's a relentless opponent. With her help, the Brahmins come along and they refuse to
0: accept Bajero mustani's child. She only recognises Mustani as a mistress, as like a courtesan. Indeed, exactly right. And so when
2: they had this, when they had this child, in reaction to this rejection, Bajero gives the child a, a, a name of Muslim heritage to reject this rejection, if you like, and proclaim that, look, uh, we are married, this marriage is important to us, diversity is important.
0: Isn't it also because the family refused to allow the child to be raised as a Hindu? Yes, they absolutely reject and, and the, say, "Yeah, the the Hindu religious figures won't carry out the ceremony either."
2: Indeed, absolutely right. And so, in reaction to this, he gives gives the boy a Muslim name. The film ends with the plots against them and the resistance to it against them essentially wins out. He uh, falls very ill. And you get this very dramatic scene... While he's at war. While he's at war. And you get these very dramatic scenes where he's clearly hallucinating and he's fighting this enemy. Mastani, meanwhile, has been taken away and taken captured and she's uh, put in chains. And so you get the end point where they both die um, and essentially it's about the point you were making earlier about them
0: being reunited. So so I would argue that although it seems like it's a sad ending... That it's the first time in the film they're actually allowed to be together. Right. And it's that unification... It's a bit of a miserable way to be together, isn't it? I guess. But do you remember when he says... It's a bit like that scene where Gandalf turns up in uh, The Two Towers. Is it a bit like that, though? Yeah, because he, he, he tells her that promise. He says, when the moon and the sun are, are both in the sky at the same time... And, and you know, this meets that... We will be together and we'll be be together for eternity. She sees this happening... The sun and the moon are both there, and she can feel it. And that's when he is dying, and the same thing kind of happens to her. Right. And they then spend the rest of their life together in eternity.
2: Right. I take your point. So they're together in eternity, which is great, but quite nice if they. But yes, I take your point. Yeah, I, in, in
0: an Indeed. ideal world. Yes,
2: in a in a more sophisticated and emotionally intelligent way that I'm capable of reading the world. Great. So that's the sort of story. So it's a big. Big-scale love story, and the way you describe Bollywood, hits it on there the
1: There are nails,
0: massive battle sequences. Yeah. There are huge song and dance numbers. There are the most lavish, giant sets... The sets are people amazing. people are just exploring.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I came to it in complete ignorance, as I say, with just a very broad framework of the history. I did not find the fact that I didn't know the history to be a problem. I mean, to an extent, you just have to let it wash over you because... Uh, I think if you knew the history, you'd understand why he was fighting where he was fighting. And they love clever stories and trickery. So there's a lovely occasion where he has to convince the people in the south not to attack him while he goes and attacks the people in the north. And so you get this very sort of clever scene where he verbally tricks um, and outmanoeuvres and outblags the opponent, his opponent.
0: And they, they love those scenes. Although the, the tiger was really distracting in that scene <laughs> yeah. because it, it clearly wasn't in the scene. So when he's, like, storming across yes. the room aggressively and the tiger's just watching, I was like, no! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, li- I like that, I must admit. I like also the... They love the verbal trickery language. So all the, the scenes between Bajira and Mastani, you get these sort of war of words or... It's ve- the point about that, though, is that it, this is not realism. You know, this is nothing to do with uh, grit and dirt and building complex characters. These are cardboard cut-out characters. Although you understand that they do a lot of characterization and you know, you are focusing on the personalities, they're not subtle characterizations of light and shade.
0: No, it's it's like uh, it's like a myth or yes, a legend being vibrantly brought
2: to life. It's exactly that, yeah. It's exactly that. So you have to light that sort of big big thing highly stylized uh the warrior princess and the the handsome prince and that sort of thing the scheming mothers of the betrayal and all the rest of it cinema set ex- of excess as somebody described it the sets are amazing as you say gorgeous things and the color's quite interesting actually because it, they start off with gold and cream and just astounding you know magnificent all the costumes are amazing and by the end they're in kind of red i mean it's not entirely true because when he's fighting the mythical horseman for example it's it's not all red but the interiors get dourer and darker and redder and reflect where the characters are ending up, I thought it was rather clever
0: the use of colours is also really important to signify the the cultures and the groups of people and different colours are associated with different members of society or different religious beliefs Mm. and it's interesting how those interact that was something that I wasn't anticipating, right yeah that a certain colour will be offensive to uh, one group of people because right. uh, it's okay. associated with another. Right. Remember when um, the mother does is offended because she's turned up wearing green? Yeah. Because that yes. colour is saffron. Right,
2: yeah, I remember that bit, yeah. Cool. Um, it's quite uh, Hidden Tiger Crouching Dragon. Uh, hidden Tiger Crouching Badger? Have I got that right? What's that? that uh, I don't think any of
0: those words work. Okay. Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Right, Okay. no badgers. Uh, nope. Okay,
2: uh, it's a bit like that, you know, the bit where they sort of leap up to the top of a building with sort of half magic. There's quite a bit of that in the in the battle scenes. Clearly things that you couldn't do, but there's that sort of flavour about it. Did you say Hero, by the way? Yes. Did you say, Did you like that movie? Yeah, I think so, so... I think after the time he died, fifth time, the guy I was with in the theatre leant over and whispered, do you think he's dead this time? Which sort of sums up my attitude to the movie. Anyway, I digress. Back to Bajari Mastano, and you can say... You can object to my... No, no, I would agree. I the the
0: head only head thing is those are a specific genre. Those are wushu films. Right. So they're kind of working in a specific style. Yeah. I would say it has similarities a good way yes. of describing it, but it's not trying to be... No, absolutely ...a wushu right. film. And I would imagine that, having not seen it many Bollywood films, yeah. that there are tropes of their kind of fighting, which right. maybe is something that's uh, characteristic okay. of this genre...
2: Okay. Within itself, I don't know. Yes, I mean that sounds very, very likely. I think all I'm trying to communicate is this is stylized fighting. Oh yeah, very. You know, it's not um, it's not blood and guts and gore. Um, we've talked about the cup of tea bit. Because well, and... the fighting's
0: a bit like dancing. Yes, They're similar. Yes, they do it's similar like, moves. It's choreogra- yeah. There are some of the spinning and jump moves that the that Mustani will use when she's fighting, and then when she's also dancing. Yeah. They, they kind of mirror each other.
2: Yes, it's all very highly chore- choreographed, isn't it? Um, which is. It's a real visual treat, you know. It, it really is something. Um, there's a, some of the writers have also seen in, in the film a uh, a feminist message. And that is probably the wrong phrase, but a feminist theme, let's say. Well, it's so, a very
0: modern retelling of this historical tale. Yeah. The, we'll come to the historical accuracy, but the main thing is, at the time, the women are footnotes. Yes. Mustani is a real person, but she is a footnote in history because they just weren't going to write about her. Yeah. Not because she wasn't important. They weren't interested in, in telling her story. So they didn't. And thus we have to kind of reinterpret it. And this modern retelling, in order to tell the story that it wants to say, it has to treat everybody as equal and make them all important characters and give us the inner workings of their of their, of their, their characters. Yeah. So Mastani is fully developed. Uh, the mother is... Everybody is... Drawn out, and they're given real arcs and yeah. real emotional responses. And
2: I mean, I'd say those those arcs are a, a, are still stylized. They fill a role in the movies. Yeah. Do these people? Nonetheless, you're quite right in that. With the wife, we see her humiliation and shame, and think understand why she reacts in the way she reacts. We understand why the evil stepmother is being an evil step- stepmother because she has particular beliefs. Mastani, in a way, her character changes in a way that isn't entirely satisfactory because she starts off as this warrior princess, which is great, is the sort of feminist theme there, but she does become a bit of a doormat by the end. She's very keen to be accepted, so you don't get this rebellious, I'm sorry, I'm going to force my way in here and make you accept me. She kind of, she's constantly bidding
0: for their affection. But I think she's challenging them continually. She continues to rep she continues to honour her own culture and heritage and she won't hide that. She won't hide their love mm, or her status. So whenever she goes and she wants their acceptance, which she's yearning for, she won't ever that's why the problem with the, the green dress that she's wearing. They see that as uh she's almost shaming them by by not um joining them. Mm. And as she's continuing to be individual and stand up for herself and she doesn't want to be erased because they're trying to make her non-existent. Yeah. They're trying to hide her. They're trying to shame her and she won't be ashamed by who she is. Yeah. And there's the incredible scene where she goes to meet the emperor. Yeah. Would uh, that be his title? The,
2: yes, the head of the uh, Maharati Empire for whom Bajero is
0: Peshwa. And he says she she could all she, she's close to being punished for almost her disobedience in um, being so overreaching in how she speaks to him and approaches him. But she's willing to do it for love.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I agreed. Um, there's there's definitely a strong feminist theme that it, treats women as full players in this
0: drama and you know they're not just all also around who are there to do a job. If you were going to tell the story at the time, there would he would have had multiple wives and arguably they wouldn't have had voices and they wouldn't have been able to have... The the story would have been about the male characters and they would have been secondary to him regardless of their feelings and thoughts and probably they wouldn't have... Maybe it would have been more culturally acceptable so they're less likely to have been so um, hurt by a lot of what was happening and maybe it's kind of a modern review of, of that time period and those relationships and how that all worked that's being used... But I think it works really well to yeah. give everybody something yeah, to do. Indeed.
2: So what we're going to do now, Wolf, is we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, should we have any. And we'll be back in just a moment.
1: Hold up.
2: OK, we are back. Did you know we were gone? Did you miss us? We are back. So last but by no means least, there was the singing and dancing. The miming was as bad as Top of the Pops, it has to be said. But the rest of it was brilliant. I love the dancing. There's The best one was, uh, there was a second one, that I think it's the second song, Pinga. I think it's called, where it's uh, Kashibi and Mastani dancing together. Uh, when she comes to see them. And for, for one moment, you think they're going to get on, and it's a really good song and dance routine. So but they have
0: another really good dance later on as well. Right. Where they're together. And that one dances, and then the other one dances, and then they dance together. I think that's the one I'm talking about. Is that about. the one you're talking about? I
2: think okay. that's what I'm thinking about. There's a one where Bajero dances, and there's been a lot of objections about this, because oh, somebody of his status would never dance. Which seems like a very odd...
0: Yeah, objections. Because
2: we're, you know, nobody thinks they were actually, you know,
0: dancing in that way and for entertainment. So it's like if you go watch a, a musical and Napoleon's in it, yes. and Napoleon starts singing because it's a musical. Yeah, oh, Napoleon wasn't a singer. Yes, that's right. It's like
2: objecting to Les Mis or something. Look, they're in the middle of a war. Why would they be singing? You know. So uh, it seems like a strange objection. It was a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you know, just brilliantly done, amazing choreography, very upbeat. You know, there's good.
0: not as many songs and no, dances as I anticipated. There are less than I anticipated as well, and I think that makes them more impactful and more enjoyable mm. because it's not like a musical where it's, con- it's continues concert, all the time. Yeah. You get fifteen, twenty minutes of of plot and ri- and just yeah, yeah, everything like normal, and then you'll get these incredible songs and, uh, and the
2: recordings. dance is quite interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of cutting shapes with arms, which I guess is in that tradition. Um, so it's you know it's it's good. So. Okay, so any other comments about the film?
0: Basically, it was a lot of fun. Did you enjoy the movie, or did you think this has a bit... I longer? really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to get. Yeah, and I was a bit concerned, especially after watching the Fall of the Roman Empire, how long this was as well. Mm-hmm. But I generally thought it flew by. I thought it was really entertaining. Right. It was really exciting. It was fun. That was the main thing. It was like it was genuinely it's very, fun. very fun. That bit, yeah. You could easily look at this period of history and it not be fun. Yeah, you at could all. have got
2: embroiled in
0: that's went into it. I have to say, having said all that,
2: it's really not my kind of thing. Okay. You know, my, the problem is that if I were to choose to go to a movie, would I go and see Romeo and Juliet and just shoot me? Would I go and see a.
0: But you, you've always telling me how in your old age you cry at the slightest bit of not romance. I, I cried with Jodie Foster at The King and I, which has
2: got to be the worst film anybody's ever cried at. So, I mean, I'm ashamed of it. But that was The Altitude, I think. Okay. Uh, anyway, my point is that this is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. There's loads of colour. The dancing is great. It's too stylised for me to genuinely love. It's okay. not the kind of movie that I would go away and think, God, that's really moving. Because I don't really care whether Mastani and Bajero love each other or whether they live together for eternity. Okay. Stop. I don't want them to whine so much. It's a character flaw. It's my case. It's
0: not. It's not the film. It's me. Okay. Um, okay. Heartless. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 best thing for me is, especially after watching Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire and Lady Jane, or right, or any of the other ones that we've looked at, um, Lost City of Z, for example, the romance is always feeble. It's always tacked on. It's always... People don't know how to use their female characters in the films, and they've got this male protagonist, so they kind of have this romance, and they never really give it much time or justice because they're obsessed with the history. They they need to move through the facts. Various things happen, so they kind of restrict it. This is a historical romance, yes. and it's committed to that, and because it chooses to be that all the way through, it it's going to give you... Yeah that time with the characters to actually understand their thoughts and their feelings and the actors care 100% about everything that they're doing and the romance so they're committed like they are in Romeo and Juliet and as a result you genuinely believe their their characters experience in the journey and the romance is not tacked on at all it's not done a disservice it's the yeah. history is put aside when needed so that we can focus on the individuals and their yeah. emotional journey.
2: This is a historical romance, exactly as you say. That is its core reason. Everything else is uh, sublimated to it, which is why I wouldn't normally go and see it.
0: But did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was really enjoyable. A really pleasant surprise. Something a little bit different to what I normally watch. Yeah, I totally do agree. So as a historical record, so going back to the
2: history... Can we start? It opens with a disclaimer yes it does it says very
0: clearly we are not this is not accurate don't think that it's going to be it tells you that it's based on the 1972 book yeah and it's based on the real characters of Mustani and uh, Bajaro yeah and it, it talks through that and I've never seen a disclaimer in a history movie no. before uh, I was relieved yeah it's very good isn't it it's exactly I, what people should
2: do either that or they should say you know a brief message when the credits roll or sort of, here are the kind of broad areas we've changed yeah. yeah, so that's great. Absolutely right. And yet, nonetheless, that has not helped it one whit from being criticised for historical accuracy, showing you the, um, uh, the pointlessness of being apologetic, anyway. Um, so, it's a of history. we the time of the growth of the Marathi Empire, as we said. The Mughal Empire that we talked about had been created between 1526 and 1707, so that's the time period. So we're just after that.
0: So this is when the Mughal so, Empire is starting to lo- lose so, its power during this campaign, right? So what
2: happened is that after 1707, there's a period of decline, Decline, but Shivaji Bonsala, in, who died around 1680, had created this sort of l- l- enclave um, from one of the, the sultanates, which would then form the genesis, the genesis of the Marathi Empire. So you get these two sort of heroes. You get Chhatrapati Maharaj, who came come to power in this enclave around about 1708. And he's one of the heroes who re-establishes and begins to grow this empire. He appoints a series of three Peshwas. The first was Balaji Fishwanath. The second is our hero, the uh, I, and lived between 1700 and 1740 when he dies. So as we said, this is based on novel. There's a long statement, as we just said at the front, saying this is all fun, not historically accuracy. There's very little known about the relationship of which this which this film is all about, so it is doing again the job of a historical novel and it is filling in the bits speculating about the bits which we cannot know because as you' for the reasons you said earlier, the relationship details of the relationship are just not recorded
0: nobody's yeah. interested we know some um, of the main details a lot of the key plot points are true, yeah, but the the story around it is speculative yeah
2: we don't know any we don't by necessity, nothing survives about what they said to each other in private or even in public. So there's even an argument that it might be there's the story which is in the film that Mastani was uh, part of a political alliance. There's another story which is that she was never his wife; she was only a concubine. Um, so there are there are even disagreements about who Mastani was and what her role was. Nonetheless, that idea that one of the stories is the one which is in the film, that the way she uh, behaved and her lineage is what caused offence to the hindus And
0: that's community. the most fascinating thing. So they've come along and they've found this incredible little story, which has so many ramifications, assuming it's true, and you can build so much from it. So we do know that she was Muslim.
2: Yes, we do know that. Or of Muslim lineage. Yeah. There seems to be this argument about whether... And she She was was.
0: his second wife.
2: Well, there's another tradition which says she was only his concubine.
0: Okay. But they had this relationship. And what's important is he's Hindu, she's Muslim, and they form this relationship. Yeah. Um, Because I've seen some suggestions that she's married to his sword more than him, like this kind of ceremonial thing from the time. Yes, indeed. They did have a son. They did. And their son was raised as a Muslim, not as a Hindu. He did have... So that has Yes, that's indeed, happened. that's actually right. And she did live with him in his t- in his palace that he built yeah. for 10 years or so? Yes. Before she moves to... Uh, they move somewhere else. His family does um, lock her away in part of the property for a period of time, I believe. I that's mm-hmm. what I I that's
2: correct. He builds her a separate palace, I think, in reality. Oh, uh, okay, yes. Uh,
0: and she has to live there. Um, he would have... I think it's fair to say that, maybe not, Uh, this is an assumption, that he would have fought against social sanctions of the time in order to protect her. And the fact that his family kind of wants to keep her apart and that they have to raise their child as a Muslim rather than as a Hindu, it's easy to extrapolate what the film does, that those disagreements are occurring.
2: Yes, so uh, one of the traditions is that they blame... Uh, his his family and uh, the Hindu community blame Mastani for Bajero's habits of drinking and meat meat eating, and therefore they never gave any respect. So that she brought habits and um, and traditions, which she's corrupted. Him. She's kind of corrupted it. Was that was that one of the traditions in the chronicles? So there is plenty of there's plenty of basis, heavily disputed. You know, they, if you accepted another, so. You would say, if you were writing a piece of history, you would have to ring it round with all various caveats that we don't know about how they actually behaved towards each other. We don't even know it was about love. It could have been about a political alliance and that she was purely a concubine. But there are some essential truths. We know she existed. And she, we know that there is this discord between their religious communities. Um,
0: she uh, was gifted to him after he rescued the... yeah. From the invading army. Yeah, indeed.
2: So, there are, again, we've got a framework. There are lots of details in the movie which are uh, clearly wrong. So, at the beginning, there's a bit where some British East India Company ships are blown up. In actual fact, the first Anglo Marathi War didn't start until 1775, which is 35 years. But essentially, what the film is doing, what Bansali is doing, is establishing this as a nationalist. Epic kind of thing. There is that theme running through it. Um, There's a character called Bangash who's there, who has his throat slit. In real life, he outlived Bajero and died at the age of 78. I mean, I could go on. We are kind of in Braveheart territory in the sense that all the facts are being moulded around this central story. As he says at the beginning... Yeah. Nonetheless, there is a broad framework within which the uh, history happens,
0: and a lot of the main points work out. Bajro does die while he's off at war. He seems to have died of the of the plague or a fever, mm. and Mustani ha- dies not mysteriously, yeah. but of unknown circumstances afterwards. that are not really recorded. She doesn't
2: die at the same time. She dies afterwards, isn't you afterwards can claim yeah. as claim claims an inaccuracy. But, but she dies quite close. close. Yeah,
0: absolutely right. Yeah. And I know it's suspected, of maybe it was suicide. Yes. And um, their child is raised by... Yes, by
2: Kashibi, the yeah. um, the wife.
0: Which I think is a shame that that's not shown in
2: the that film. That is a shame because it's, it reflects a level of acceptance which isn't really reflected in the movie. She's very clear in the movie that she's not going to go along with this.
0: I think the, the most... You said it's a nationalistic film. I think I'm unfamiliar with the politics in India. Yeah. But I think it's really important and clearly very modern that the goal of this movie while being nationalistic is to try and bridge the divide between muslims and hindus and promote religious tolerance and acceptance
2: yeah so when i say nationalism i'm not it is a this is about why india is strong yes rather than but like
0: a unified india
2: yes indeed rather than kick out everybody who's alien to us you're absolutely right it's very clearly promoting religious tolerance and diversity as one of our great strengths here but we're strong with that you know we're that's what makes us strong rather than and that's the nationalistic element in it so so i mean i think that's enough really it's it's got a historical framework to it. A whole load of it is about speculation about that framework. It doesn't try hard to, to be realistic about the ways in which battles happen or the order they happen in. It is not trying to be a historically accurate movie like the one we saw, Bridget Arnhem, or anything like that. It's nothing like that. You can't score it highly in historical accuracy. No. He
0: he uses the so- these the swords. They're called Urumi yes. swords. Right, I didn't... They're like they're they're like whip things, yeah, which do exist, right? But from what I've been reading, the movie is completely out of control in how it uses them because they were deadly to the user if they weren't used perfectly, and they would definitely decimate your own men if they were anywhere nearby. Yeah, they were almost uncontrollable, and you had to be super skilled. So you'd you'd more likely use them if you ended up completely surrounded by enemies, and it was just you. Because then you would know that you were only yes, wounding Yeah, going to touch somebody else. Yes. They use them on horses. Yeah, he's all They use them the place. standing next to their own people. He'd have just been killing all his own men every time he used one. Um, but it, it's that kind of exuberant, yeah, wonderful. Absolutely. Stylized thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's very cinematic. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The bit where he charges single handedly, it was actually incredible. I kept thinking about 300 or a Fast and the Furious movie, that kind of thing where you're yes. just there for entertainment. When he he's using the two swords and he destroys all the yes. arrows from that entire army while he's riding on horseback after he catches that arrow in his yes. hand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you you could be very mad about it and what yeah. I just said to you now might make you never watch the movie, but you kind of yeah. go with it. You just it's have fun. to go with it. I, exactly right. So, would you recommend anyone see this film? Uh, 100%. Okay. I absolutely would. Even if you think that you... Won't like it if you've never watched a Bollywood movie. If you think that you, I don't know, you don't like musicals or singing and dancing. I really don't think there's that much song and dance in it. I think that it's uh, it's really interesting to get into history that I know nothing about. Yeah. I actually, it's almost a shame that I we couldn't look further mm. into the history from this period of time, knowing that this was just the tiniest glimpse. Like the tip of the iceberg mm. of Indian history. Yeah. And they have millennia of it. Yeah. And we're never really going to learn that much about it. So I really want to go away and find out more. It's a very good podcast. I recommend. Absolutely agree.
2: Thoroughly enjoyed watching it. It's it's not my kind of movie. I'm not sure I'd ever go back to it. Um, doing it once is enough. Um Nonetheless, it was fantastic as an introduction to to Bollywood, and you your you know your jaw is open in amazement at the quality of the set, the choreography,
0: and all of that stuff. Also, if you if you're interested in cinema and the cinema industry, yes, it's, it's the largest in the world. Yeah. they have the highest paid actors in the world, the biggest stars. Whenever you see one of those lists, and you're like, oh, who's the you know most influential people in the world? And you always think to yourself, oh, it's going to be somebody I know. No, it's not. It's because they're these actors who speak to millions of people. Yeah. are godlike status, and in the West, we have almost no idea who they are. Yeah. It, it's a fascinating uh, look into something that's ginormous, and yet we don't really Indeed. touch. Okay, very good. Shall we mark it then? Yeah. Quality as a movie? Um, I would say seven.
2: Okay, that's good. I was going to go for six, which is a bit harsh, so seven, I'm very happy with that.
0: Because I, I thought the time went fairly... Yeah but fairly
2: quickly. Yeah. I could have done with less, a little bit less love, a little I less uh, stylized war. You know, I
0: could have done with half an hour less, but what the hell. Um, historical accuracy? Um, I, this is a tough one because there isn't. I don't think there's enough history there for us to... The history that's true, the way that we think is true, is generally represented in the film. They then just have to make assumptions and fill in the rest of the gap. I think it's very modern retelling and as a result that's going to be changing some things in order to achieve that I think we, I, I mean I mean yes well I mean to so be I, honest I, I think we, we should saying, go with their
2: statement yeah. they're not trying to be accurate so I, and it's it
0: got to be five or a little bit under maybe because that's kind of 50-50 yeah.
2: I was going four I must admit because for me it doesn't really try to do all you get is the very broad framework okay yeah it's not even trying to be accurate it's in its battle scenes, in the, we- in the dancing. I mean,
0: it's not trying. It says at the beginning it isn't. Trying. Yeah, OK, four, yeah. yeah. But I don't think that's a disservice towards the
2: film. No, absolutely right. That is just what you're going to get. Don't go, f- don't go for a detailed exposition into the growth of the Maharati Confederacy. But go to, be- to become interested in finding out more about that period of history in India. Yeah. Because it might well do light that interest.
0: And it's a genuinely fascinating um, interpretation of what their relationship could have been between this uh, warrior who was never defeated in battle ever for 20 years and this his mysterious love that that we don't know anything about in hi- hmm. and history is hidden.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, very good. So shall we do
2: a wash-up on the fall of the Roman Empire?
0: I think, I think that'd be a good Let's idea. Let's do
2: that. Wolf and David's Roundup They're the rootness, tootness Cowboys in the wild, wild west Wolf and David's Roundup Well, there was a deal of cautious respect, I suppose, for this film But quite a long way short of any great enthusiasm, I'm forced to admit 35% of you loved it The rest were basically sort of "Mm, Yeah, it was fine, what's on next? Cheryl sort of had it with a request for a I vaguely recall seeing this one Sunday afternoon many years ago category. And it's quite difficult not to agree with Gary that it could have lost just a little bit of its pomp. Maybe, I don't know, an hour or so. Nonetheless, there was general respect in the worthy but slightly dull category. And there was also an instant debate about the comparisons with Gladiator. And can I say straight off, while I'm still wearing the sackcloth and ashes, that I never saw the connection, which is very slow of me. There was something of a feeling that The Fall was a better movie and I must admit it's a lot more ambitious in scope. Ben, in summary, was not a fan of Gladiator. Alan was also not a fan and Devon was in full agreement that Christopher Plummer made a far better, more-rounded Commodus than did Joaquin Phoenix. Better showing the charisma of the man as well as the pottiness. For the record, I'm with William. Gladiator was an amazing movie. That battle scene at the start... Got a bit tiresome by the end, I suppose. But anyway, we're not here to praise Gladiator. We are here to bury the fall of the Roman Empire. There was quite a bit of debate about why Rome did indeed fall with Antony, Ariod, and others, and probably general agreement that the idea that the Empire was doomed from the end of the second century depends rather on hindsight. Two other things struck me. Melanie was convinced to go and borrow the movie from the library after listening to our review, and I find that... Genuinely terrifying, which is a bit daft, really. I mean, otherwise, why are we doing this? I hope we did not ruin some perfectly good evening for you, though, Melanie. And then Cheryl brought up a genre of historical movie that Wolf and I are, I think, studiously avoiding, namely the carry-on films. I have not seen one for many years. I can reveal that as a kid, sadly, I loved them. I doubt they have aged well, though and I think they must stay forever in the past. Except maybe for the second greatest gag in cinema, of course. Infamy! Infamy! They've all got it in for me! Which is a great line, isn't it? Excellent. Anyway, thank you for commenting, everyone. I do love the discussion. Now, Wolf and I have reached a concatenation of research, job demands, but mainly messing about on holiday, so there will be a pause. We expect to be back at the very end of September... Namely, the 29th, with a humdinger from Wolf's Stable. So, if you are on holiday, have a great time. Whether or not you're on holiday, have a great few weeks. And thank you very much for listening. Excellent. Thank you very much. OK, anything else to say, or are we done here? No.
0: Nope. If you have We're any more here. comments, if you have anything you want to recommend, if there's any other Bollywood movies you really think we should watch, let us know. And uh, yeah, keep sending us your thoughts. Great.
2: Small details are big surfaces.
0: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.
2: Okay, thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Are you not entertained?